Hope you could hear this. You'd hear, right? Yeah. Hey! It's me! can't marry him. You want logic? I'll give you logic. One, you don't love him. Jesus, do not do this. The sex is better with me. I know I have firsthand experience. <laughs> not no one. I'm the one. Third, hates hearts. He hates museum hearts. He's gonna hate San Francisco hearts. He hates my heart, because my heart smokes. <laughs> oh, God, look at them. Kids are going to look like that. No, just go inside. He's drunk. Call him, bitch. Call the cops. I swear to God. I'm gonna... what? Stand up there and talk me to death to come down here and stuff my balls in your mouth. Third, I love you. There's no one else. I know. <laughs> Look, you got a problem, punk, huh? You're trying to harass me and my fiance. She doesn't love you, man. Let me show you what happens when you're drunk. Oh, this is playing it cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is what actually happened. She doesn't love you, man. for that scene on YouTube all day and I cannot find it so I was just like screw it and I downloaded the movie just so I could queue it up <laughs> it makes me crack up every single time man that's amazing playing it cool what an underrated movie oh yeah that was that was before Winter Soldier right because that was I know he and Mackie are both in it he and Mackie are in it and um so do you know who plays the what the fiance who he had that scene with? Oh fuck! I know the girl is Michelle Monaghan. Um, I don't remember the, who the fiance was though. So the fiance was I. I don't know how the hell I'm gonna pronounce his name, but um, <laughs> Ian Gruffo. Gruff. Oh, oh, Mister Fantastic. Yeah, 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 that's funny. So yeah, it was uh, it was that? But it was oh my god, that 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 scene is <laughs> not a whole lot of. Pe- I, I don't really come across a whole lot of people who remember that movie. Um, but shit, that's so. It came out the year after Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was uh, 2014. It came out 2015. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, Mackie's in it. Um, great fun movie. <laughs> as soon as he pops out, he's like. Your kids are going to look like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, suck my ass and call me Susan. It's another episode of the Verbal Wildfire podcast. Um, Hooray. Yay. We're not dead yet. Uh, You, if you're confused by the audio clip, you shouldn't be. Because when does this podcast ever start? And it's not a fever dream. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yo, just looking at my my glass of vodka and I was angling it just to see the like the, the actual vodka and it got so close to friggin' falling out. I'm like, stop tipping it. 
That's such a drunk thing to do. I'm going to look at this. Just looking at it. And I'm like, wait, I'm going to freaking drop this everywhere. Uh, Yeah, we're going to do a fun little top 10 today. That is our top 10 Chris Evans movies. So I clarified this with Jim. Because it's movies, we can pick one role across multiple movies and have like five or six of those movies on our list, if we so choose. Or we can go, you know, all ten individual roles. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Yeah. Right when you said that, I thought, because I do remember us clearing this up uh, before him, but the way you just said that, I was like, wait, is it one selection for just Steve Rogers? And I'm like, <laughs> I did the list wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's see. Let's have you go ten to six, and I'll go ten to six, and then you go five to one. I'll go five to one. Uh, so, um, and I'm gonna run through these pretty pretty quickly. Not like the episode where we did where we did our MCU rankings with Dan, and then we took forever. Here, let, let me go on five minutes for each selection. No, so <laughs> uh, I have two honorable mentions just because I wanted to mention the actual movie, but they didn't make the top ten. One. Uh, one is not another teen movie, hmm. which is one of his earliest ones. And also, there's another movie called London, where it's him, Jessica Biel, Jason Statham. It's about him and uh, Jessica Biel have like a, a just a bad relationship. And they're kind of like it's showing their interaction throughout the relationship. And it's leading up to she's like going to move away. So he crashes. Uh, her going away party. He yeah. meets Jason Statham there, and you know he's like drugged out and stuff like that. It's actually a really, 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 really good movie. It's huh. not a feel-good movie, I'll tell you. Yeah. That right from the fucking start, <laughs> it's not gonna make you feel any better about yourself, but it's really, really well done. Um, I was gonna say I was expecting another Chris yeah. Evans, Jason Statham movie, but maybe we'll see that in your top ten. <laughs> ten is cellular. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. It's literally ten. Uh, ten is cellular. It was, gosh, what a, what year was it? I have it right here, actually. Of course you do. Uh, gosh, what year was it? I'm at the point where I can't look into my glasses. I have to like when I'm up close, <laughs> I have to push my glasses down. I'm at that point, um, God, they're using Roman numerals. What year is this? <laughs> Who uses Roman numerals? Don't. Uh, 2008, maybe. I'm just guessing. It was pretty uh, early. It was, yeah. yeah. 2007, 2008, something like that? Yeah. Uh, Chris Evans, Kim Basinger, uh, Jason Statham, um, William H. Macy, you know, things like that. He's pretty, uh, it's it's a pre-Captain America Chris Evans. Um, nine, nine is Knives Out. Um, I think he's by far the highlight of the movie. He's my oh, favorite part of the movie. I, I bought that goddamn sweater. <laughs> I saw the sweater and I'm like, I just want to wear it and tell people to eat shit. Eight. Eight is Infinity War. Now, I chose Infinity War and I didn't mute my phone. That was Thanos. <laughs> yeah, it's Thanos going, dude, what the fuck? No, um, Eight? <laughs> uh, no, it's it's a lady. Uh-oh. It's a lady that I like. Um, anyway. I stole that bit from Bill Burr. Whenever he's doing his podcast, he goes, it's a lady. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so if I picked Infinity War instead of Endgame. He's in Endgame way more. 
He's a central figure in Endgame. He's not a central figure in Infinity War, but I like his bits in Infinity War more than I like in Endgame. Um, and the reason why Infinity... So it's it's weird. I proposed this top 10, but then I kind of screwed myself. Um, because it's like, all right, your top 10 favorite Chris Evans movies, but then I weighted it based on his performance a little bit. So there... Uh, yeah, see, I was, was considering whether I was going to do that or like whether I like the movie itself more. Yeah. Um, as, as we get down further, I think that'll become more apparent. But Infinity Wars number eight, number seven is Captain America the First Avenger. Mm. Um I think it's I think it's great. I think it's one of the most underrated MCU movies that there is. Mm-hmm. Uh hey, remember when they got Tommy Lee Jones to be in a comic book movie and he actually gave a shit? Right? <laughs> um and then Haley Atwell, I mean, oh, yeah, come on. So uh, and 6 is a little movie called Before We Go. Oh man, I fucking love that movie. That is that is a tremendous movie. His directorial debut, yeah. It's, Chef's kiss. Yeah, he was. Gosh, he was a director, producer. Um, it's him and Alice Eve, who I don't think anyone's seen since she's out of. Uh, she's out of my league. Um, Star Trek. It, 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 oh, Star Trek. Yeah. Um, when when it was just like, hey, Star Trek, we just want to put her in her underwear. So we're going to put like a really gratuitous shot. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't belong there. And then we're going to put it in all the promotional material. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this weird Dutch angle that we don't need at all. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a little, it's, it's a smaller movie. I think I just randomly saw it because it was on Netflix last year, mm-hmm. but it's, it's really well done, especially for someone like Chris Evans, who he's become such a big like action star and these big roles he does really, really well in kind of the roles that are a little bit toned down. So that's where I'm stopping, right? Stop yep. at six? Okay. Six. Um, let's see. Okay, number 10, I'm going to go. Fuck, it's tough, like, ordering these. Um, 10, I'm going to go Gifted. Uh, mm. I didn't love it the first time I saw it. And I've only seen it once since then. And it's, you know, it's it's a perfectly, I think without him and without, uh, I forget the actress's name, but she's in the new Ghostbusters and basically everything right now. Um, without the two of them, it's a very by the numbers, like dramedy. But they have a really, really cool, like dynamic as this like uncle and niece. And he especially, I think it was the first time. This is before I saw Before I Go or Before We Go or like Puncture or any of his dramatic work. I was like, holy shit, Chris Evans. Like, I already like him as Captain America, but he's fucking, like, really, really good and gifted. Um, yeah. And Octavia Spencer is great in it. Uh, you get uh, money, please. Uh, Jenny Slate hey. as his uh, as the love interest. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> she says it in the movie. It's so yeah, weird, out of context. Someone, uh, <clears throat> someone like, I think it was on, on Twitter, someone posted a thing where it's like, would you rather take, I think, the blue pill where you can go back and fix all of your mistakes or you take the red pill and you get $10 million now? And I just commented, <laughs> money, please. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's number 10. Number nine, I'm going to go. Let's see. Number nine, I'm going to go. Fuck. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. 
I was about to say you're disagree. You're wondering about the list. Wondering I am. It's not the word. Disagreeing isn't the word either. Who knows? What are, what are the words? English. Um, <laughs> you're doubting. You're doubting the list. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think of like movie slash performance. I'm gonna go with Scott Pilgrim. Um, I, I I love Scott Pilgrim. I think it's a really fun movie. I hadn't seen it for the longest time. Like it was the only Edgar Wright movie I hadn't seen until like sometime last year. Um, and then it was on Netflix, so I finally bit the bullet. Oh, you, didn't see it. you didn't see it until last year. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, so it, it had been a while. Um, and sure. I'm not the biggest. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, I saw Scott the... Pilgrim when when Scott Pilgrim was cool, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played the game. Uh, I uh, I'm not the biggest the Michael Sayer fan, but he. It's kind of the point in the movie. Like I was watching it and I was like, I fucking hate this guy. That's kind of, you know, it's like the 500 days of summer thing. Like you're kind of supposed to not like the, the guy. He's, he's a bit of an asshole. Um, but he was really wait, good. Wait, 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 Uh-oh. Oh, I forgot you love 500 days of summer. So I do too. You, I love you the movie. Hate Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character in 500 days of summer. Kind of. <laughs> Let me explain something here. <laughs> I... I empathize and see a lot of myself in that character. No, no, no. Me too. That's but, why I hate him. But it makes yes, it's why yeah. I hate him. <laughs> Same with it's the Ted Mosby effect. Oh, I yeah. See way too much of myself in Ted Mosby, right. and that's why I hate him. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Chris Evans, I would actually argue, is probably the best part of Scott Pilgrim. He's fucking hilarious, and it's also it's a cool like. I'm glad I didn't see it until last year because I feel like watching it before Captain America, it wouldn't be as funny. But, like, seeing him as this, like, action star bro is kind of like the image people have of him as Cap. So it was perfect. I got I, I to gotta break real quick and tell you that. So you haven't seen Don't Look Up yet, right? Mm-hmm. He has a cameo in that. I know. It was ruined for me. And oh. I, would be mad, I would be mad at you if it wasn't ruined no, no, for me. No, no, But I wasn't going to tell you what the role was or where he showed up. Because I think eventually when you would have seen it, you wouldn't have been thinking about it. Right. Um, Because I had heard about it before I saw the movie. Yeah. And then I completely, like, that is a movie that you totally get, um, like, thrown into. So I wasn't even thinking about it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot. There there it is. Yeah. I was going to watch that tonight and earlier tonight on twitter i just happened to see someone talk about his cameo i was like oh well that's a bummer but still i'm, I'm excited to see what he does in oh, it. and also i don't know if this one i care less about spoiling because it's a stupid movie did you see free guy earlier this year yeah stupid yeah. movie best part of the movie is his cameo yeah. just randomly he's like shit? what the shit <laughs> <laughs> um yeah all right you said we had we can't take forever on these lists uh number eight i'm gonna go the first avenger uh, I agree that it's a very, it's probably one of the most underrated MCU movies. Um, there was a point where it was my favorite Captain America movie. No, my my favorite will be later on in the list. But there was a while where I just, yeah, I fucking wrote hard for the first Avenger, and I still do. It's it's a great movie. It's a great throwback. Um, I think it spawned probably the best What If episode, which is episode one, where you get like the Captain Carter stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, and it's just like very. They, they set up why he's such a good character right away, which is that he's got, like, the Clark Kent effect, is that he's so earnest. Like, yeah. you almost want 
it's like the Tony Stark. Like sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth or whatever. Like you just like don't want to like him, but he's so fucking earnest about it. You're just like I can't hate this guy. He's just so likable. Um, yeah. So that's number eight. Number seven. I'm actually gonna go. I'm between two. Because I don't want to fill my list with MCU stuff. But I'm probably, yeah. Number seven, I'm going to go puncture. A bit of a different direction. I, this is another one, just randomly happened across last year. I think it was on Amazon Prime or something. It's a pretty early movie of his. I think it's like 2011. Um, Holy fuck. Like, you were talking about movies that are, like, not necessarily feel good. This is a fucking miserable movie. But he is... I would say Oscar worthy in it. Like he's, he's fucking incredible. You get, uh, Michael Bean is also really, really great. Um, yeah. Like before he randomly showed up in the Mandalorian and everyone forgot that he was still acting. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's really, really good in it. Uh, God, who else? It's him, Michael Bean. Um, what's her name? Oh, I forgot her name. Oh, well, it'll come to me later. In a dream. Um, but it's really just the two of them. I mean, he and Michael Bean are like the stars of the show. Can, and he- can you tell me if there was... I want to kind of play a little game here. Um, do you know anything else that this actress was in? And then I could try to figure out the actress's name. I just looked her up. And now I even the name doesn't ring a bell. But I'm going to look at what else she's in. Um, she's in Eyes Wide Shut. It's not Nicole Kidman. <laughs> oh, it's not Nicole Kidman. Hocus Pocus. Um, wait, is it the chick who was... Look to see if you find 40 Days, 40 Nights. Yep. Vanessa Shaw. Yep. Well done. <laughs> yeah, she's the yep. love interest in Hocus Pocus, and she was the ex-girlfriend of 40 Days, 40 Nights. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she plays this nurse who's helping Chris Evans' character out on his case um like a lawsuit against the hospital really really good uh that was what number seven i think sure (laughs) why not uh oh boy number six i'm gonna go i'm gonna go infinity war um i again this is like i'm kind of splitting it up movie versus performance and i would i would say i i like his parts in endgame more but i think overall the movie I like Infinity War. I think it's not even a question. I think Infinity War is a way better movie than Endgame. I think people got, myself included, got caught up in the hype of Endgame because there's so many big moments in it, but people forget how big of a movie Infinity War was in the first place. Like That was quite an achievement to get all of that shit put together in one movie, and nothing really feels sidelined. I remember the first time I saw it, and I kind of thought Cap was a little bit sidelined but you watch it again and he does get some really great spots like i love his stuff in wakanda teaming up with black panther one of my underrated favorite moments of the movie is when he uh like the people of wakanda are like running at the um thanos's people or whatever and it's just him and black panther like way in the front of everybody just like Uh, racing over there yeah i think endgame is is it seems like the more fun movie Mm -hmm. just because and it's like yes you get more cap you get Paul Rudd in it, you know, yeah. but Infinity War, I think by far, I don't even think it's close, is the much better movie. And it, yeah. it does jump around a little bit. That's why I like, and it, it's funny how you say sideline, because the reason I said, like, I didn't say sideline is because he's not really sideline. It's just that there are so many people you have to go back to 
that yeah. not a whole lot of them get a whole lot of time, but their minutes that they are in there are very important. Like, you know, when as much of a threat as everything is, I don't think it really kicks in until it's like, oh, shit, Steve Rogers is here. So mm -hmm. obviously it's a big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I I'm I wouldn't change the way they did it in Infinity War because in game is where we get the big moments for the people that we've like rooted for since the beginning. Like you get Iron Man sacrificed and you get Cap, you know, wielding Mjolnir. Infinity War is more of like the side Jonathan? characters. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> Infinity War is like the side characters getting their moments. Like Gamora has like a great arc in the movie, yeah. and you know, Vision and Wanda obviously are fucking you know heartbreaking um so yeah that's that's my number we're gonna go with six <laughs> all right i think that's six. that's six who knows you didn't write it down i wrote that shit down man i'm just looking at my letterbox man <laughs> <laughs> i wrote it down because i didn't think i was gonna be able to remember it uh, <laughs> i started i started uh god around like 5 30 I was just like, eh, you know, I'm working from home, so I don't have to go in tomorrow. So uh, it's some vodka I haven't been drinking for a while. So uh, <laughs> let me have a little bit. Got some, got some Lay's potato chips. That potato are gonna... chips and potato vodka. Be very loud. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta wait till I'm giving my top five, and you're like, "Wait, what was that?" <laughs> oh, you fuck! <laughs> All right, give us your uh, your top five. Oh shit! Okay, actually, because we're close to thirty, give us your five and four, and then we'll go to a break to keep the suspense, and you can give Ooh. us your top three. Okay, and then because I'm out, so I need to go get another drink. So uh, number five, I don't know anyone else who has seen this movie. Uh, it's called the Red Sea Diving Resort. I remember Netflix. you talking about this one. Yeah. yeah, it's on Netflix. It's kind of in the same ilk as Argo. Mm -hmm. It's the mid '80s, and uh, I believe Chris Evans plays like a. Um, like an Israeli agent who has to get people out of, I want to say the Sudan. Uh, Michael K. Williams is also in it. Um, You've got males. Greg Kinnear is in it. Um, Species and Iron Man three is Ben Kingsley is in it. Ugh. It <laughs> <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> this is a movie. Uh, so a lot of critics, a lot of critics didn't like it, but a lot of the audience did. And I yeah. think it was just one of those topics that maybe if people don't like the topic, they're not really going to like the movie. Um, he's great in the movie. He's him having him and Michael K. Williams at the top of the movie made it all the more enjoyable. Um, definitely. Again, it's on Netflix. I saw it maybe, uh, you know, during the early part of the uh, pandemic. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be at home. All right. I'll just start watching movies. And I just randomly saw it. I didn't know anything about it beforehand. And it's more of like a, like I said, it's, it's pretty close to uh, Argo. It's like they, they use in uh, an old like holiday resort. And then they, you know, come up with this story and everything and then try to get people out. So that's number five. And number four is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. 
one of my favorite MCU movies. It's definitely top three. Um, it's it, man. That movie is so goddamn engaging. There is not like, a lot of these movies, even the good ones. They have parts where it's kind of like lulls, or you're like, all right, all right. You're waiting for it. To, like Endgame is a perfect example. I'm gonna go back to Endgame. Endgame is kind of a thing where there's a lot of stuff happening. Of course, it's a long movie, but during certain parts you're thinking, okay, when are we going to get back to that character? Or I want to see what happens over there. Like, you're kind of waiting for it to go back to a certain character or place because there's so many pieces. Winter Soldier, though, it's kind of like... It's kind of like if you remember season one of How I Met Your Mother. Barney's uh, New Year's Eve mix. Where he's just trying to psych you up. And it's, all just, rise. it's just all rise. Yep. Uh, that's how I view shot through the heart. No, um, <laughs> with with fake Moby, who for a while I thought was Jim Rash, but it wasn't. Fake Moby is the guy <laughs> from the season four episode of Smallville Transference, the one who Lionel meets in jail. That's fake. Also Moby. plays fake Dean in the community. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say Red uh, Red Sea Diving Resort number five, Winter Soldier number four. All right. We're going to continue with Jim's top three after this break. Let me hear that crunch. I'm going to eat another chip. Welcome back. (laughs) Top three. Uh, I apologize. Uh, (laughs) This is probably good for anyone who's who's still listening to this shit. But... uh, (laughs) I apologize for being a, a drunken burden on poor young Kyle. Uh, so my top three, <clears throat> Chris Evan movies. Uh, number three is Sunshine. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, it, so when I first saw it, it was, you know, obviously it happened before uh, before Captain America, so I didn't really know him too well. I knew him from non routine movie. I knew him from these other things, but he wasn't like a huge star yet. I knew him as, uh, hey, it's a human torch. Um, Silly Murphy's in it. I mean, it's a really good cast, and it's really well done. It's kind of like an isolated, uh, you know, space movie. But the first time, so what what made me like it more, I think, was the fact that I didn't know what it was really about when I was going in to watch it. Yeah. And... One thing I'll say, I'll definitely recommend, like everyone needs to see this movie. Um, it's it's a little slow because it has to put all the proper pieces into place and it builds things up and everything. But I would say if anyone's going to go and watch it who hasn't seen it yet and you're watching it and you're starting to get into it and then you're just like, you know, oh, this is slow. I don't know if I want to keep, uh, you know, I don't know if I want to keep at it. Definitely do it. It is worth it. It is a friggin' masterpiece, and it's a shame that it doesn't get as much credit uh, as it does. Number two is playing it cool. That was the clip that we started out from. <clears throat> I'm a sucker for romantic comedies, but this one is not your typical romantic comedy. It's, you know, uh, Chris Evans is a writer. His group of friends is Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Um, Martin Starr, Luke Wilson, Aubrey Plaza, 
Um, it's just, and they're all very. Who plays the old man again? Oh, uh, Alan Arkin? No, no, it's not Alan Arkin. Um, gosh, what the hell is his name? He's been in everything. Yeah, he's uh, one of those guys. The, the the first thing I remember seeing him in was Magnolia. Of all things. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I thought it was Zodiac. In um, oh god, in Magnolia. Oh god, he's uh, he was uh, he was like the game show host. Oh, what the? He's heck? actually in a lot of Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, he's he in is. Boogie Nights too, and um, Heart uh, Eight. Uh, Philip Baker Hall. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, you know Michelle Monaghan is in it. Um, you know, <laughs> so Ashley Tisdale and then the guy from Glee play <laughs> themselves, but they're uh, you know ramped up like asshole versions of themselves. Who they're trying. Chris Evans is supposed to write a screenplay for them to star in. Anthony Mackie plays his agent. Um, it's just it's it's different. Like he goes, they they shit on this idea of love over and over and over, and they're not necessarily good people. So it's not like this romantic comedy where it's like, Oh wow, he's a really great person down on his luck. Like, no. Um, and Chris Evans character has a habit of picturing himself in everyone's stories that they tell. So if yeah. a friend has a story, you'll see Chris Evans dressed up as a woman and it'll, it, it's, it is pretty funny. It's different. Um, and the, the clip I mean, uh, where where is it? I I just I gotta play the. I was just sitting there like, oh, where'd my... you find this footage of me on New Year's Eve? How'd you find this? Oh, uh, where is it? Where is it? I'm trying to. Museum Hearts. I'm, I'm, no, 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 the. I'm waiting for him to come out. <clears throat> He's not gonna like my heart because my heart smokes. Yeah, look at him. The kids are gonna look like that. <laughs> No, just go Wait for it. This. Stand up there and cock me to death to come down here and stuff my balls in your mouth. <laughs> Man, it is. Oh, God, it is so freaking <laughs> Um, And number one, I think a lot of people would, uh, if anyone's, you know, pretty, pretty uh, well known in Chris Evans movies, I think number one is pretty obvious. Um, it is Push. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's Snowpiercer. <clears throat> Snowpiercer yeah. is absolutely genius. And there is a line. I'm going to butcher the line. I was going to say don't... it when I got to it, because it's definitely in my top five. Uh, uh, I'm going to butcher the line, but it's like. I don't know what's worse. Uh, was it like the fact that we're eating babies or the fact that I know they taste the best? Or the babies taste uh, best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. When I, <laughs> when I watched that and I heard that, I had that moment where, and I wasn't in theater. I just, you know, watch it in like my friggin' house. But when I heard that, I just did the oh, like <laughs> it's and I mean, gosh, if you look through this, with the with the exception of Steve Rogers, and I'll even throw Steve Rogers in here. Every single movie on this list, he plays an extremely different character. And I say, even the MCU movies, I put uh, the first Avenger. He plays the you know the wet behind the ears Steve Rogers. 
Uh, he's very much a different Steve Rogers in Winter Soldier as he's like adapting to the new world. And then he's a very different Steve Rogers in Infinity War. So right. every single pick, whether it's even in my honorable mentions, not another key movie, London, Cellular, Knives Out, Infinity War, First Avenger, Before We Go, Red Sea Diving Resort, Winter Soldier, Sunshine Playing Cool, Snowpiercer, all incredibly different characters. He's not someone who plays the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I think um, while he gets tons of recognition for Steve Rogers, it's almost like an albatross in a way that I don't think he gets nearly enough credit as he should because people just think of him as Steve Rogers. Sure. Yeah. I will, I will end that with a crunch. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Uh, All right. Oh, let's, let's potato chips. (laughs) (laughs) It's a buy. Uh, All right. Let's see. I'm going to go. Number five, I'm going to say Sunshine. My five is going to be very similar. Uh, I'm going to say number five, Sunshine. Another movie that I, I think I did watch it for the first time during the pandemic, but it was early. It was like like March or April 2020. Um, and it was great timing because it was when I was like fucking, and I still am, but like when I was starting to be really obsessed with Alex Garland. I think it's one of his first screenplays. Um, yeah, and the cast is just really great all around. You get him, you get Killian Murphy. People forget that Benedict Wong is in it, so you get Captain oh. America and Wong hanging out before the MCU. Uh, Mark Strong is great in it. I when I say I like sci-fi, I like like that very niche sci-fi that's like very like <laughs> joyless and like very isolating. Uh, uh, oh God, who's uh, Rose Byrne is in it? Yes. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Like it's, there's feel good movies. There are the sullen, oh my God movies. And then there are the movies where it's like, all right, I'm going to go draw a bath and I'm going to plug in the toaster. (laughs) Exactly. Those movies. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Number four, I am going to say playing it cool. Um, Yeah. Just a fucking delightful movie. It Jim recommended it to me. I had never seen it. And it was when I was on a Chris Evans binge and like trying to get all the ones I'd never seen before. And it's just like you already said it, but it's like not you kind of go into it with an expectation of what kind of rom com it's gonna be. And especially with Chris Evans having, like you said, the reputation that he has, or like he's viewed as a very specific type of actor or celebrity. And then Michelle Monaghan is also cast in very similar roles sometimes. So you have a very specific expectation going in. And then, yeah, I've been rewatching Scrubs and it gives me like playing it cool vibes because like he does the JD fantasy in like every other scene and it works. It's just because he commits to it. Like it's just super, super funny. Um, yeah, really, really fun movie. And Philip Baker Hall, now that I remember his name, is is great, great in it. Uh, number three, I'm going to go Snowpiercer. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of joyless, miserable sci-fi, um, but it's not. <laughs> no, I'm just it's... thinking. Imagine, imagine his character in Snowpiercer has to open up a dating profile, and the little thing is baby stays. <laughs> That's a hell of a line. Um, it would work on Grinder. I mean, like... he's, you know. <laughs> He'd be like, "Don't worry, I might be a bad person, but I'm not as bad as Ed Harris." <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, Ed Harris is great. Tilda Swinton is so good in that movie. Um, it was my introduction to Bong Joon-ho. And, of course, you know, Parasite is fucking great. Uh, yeah, it's just... An, it's one of the... Parasite. I still oh, you, I think you would like it. It's a really good movie. Yeah. 
Um, it's one of the rare. I saw it before reading the comic book, but I've read it since or the graphic novel. And I would say it's one of the rare adaptations that's better because it's like this French obscure graphic novel. That's OK, but it's definitely it works better as a movie. Um, Can I tell you how, how he raises his hand? <laughs> I raise my hand because I don't want to talk over you. Um, you know, in those moments, I could file this away in moments where, you know, Jim is drunk. I was like, they made a comic out of Parasite? <laughs> and then I realized, like, what? We landed on the moon? <laughs> Good for us. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought, <laughs> what if he meant 10 o'clock at night? I just thought she was a raging alcoholic. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's number four. Uh, number three. Let's see. Where am I at? Number three is Before We Go. Um, yeah, his di- directorial debut. I remember it, Before We Go came out in, like, I think 2014, 2015. And I, of course, that was, like, way before he ended his run as Cap. And we, yeah. I mean, we still don't know if he's technically ended his run or not. I mean, we'll see. But you know, before he even had mentioned that he was getting close to being done. And with him doing that, I was like, I love Captain America and I want him as long as possible. But if this means if him leaving means we get more stuff like this, I'm totally in. Cause like, I would love to see him direct more stuff. Um, he clearly has a passion for it. So I'm, I'm all in on that. Uh, but yeah, he and Alice, Eva, just really, really great chemistry. Uh, let's see. Number two, it number two, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Sure. Fuck it at this point, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm <laughs> doubting myself. Uh, okay, number two is, I'm going to say Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, it's his best MCU movie. It's his best Captain America movie. I, so I, my rankings have changed quite a bit because no way home just keeps going up like i've seen it i think two or three times now and it just has gone up each time at the moment it sits at number two right behind guardians two really? uh, so it's surpassed this movie but this was the original number two and it's probably still in the top three it's a fucking great movie it is you mentioned how he plays a very different character in each movie and even a different he plays a different cap in each mcu movie um and I like the way that he is like still the the first Avenger cap, but like being tested and like having like everything he knows, like being tested around him in the movie. And, he, and he's very skeptical. <laughs> I understand. He's he, so for those who can't see, we're doing this over <laughs> Skype and I keep raising my hand <laughs> only because I found that it works well. Because then you stop, and as soon as you stop, I go right in. Um, <laughs> I go right in. <laughs> uh, but yes, in in Winter Soldier, he's very like that's where you know you find out Shield is compromised, you know all that stuff. Oh, ooh, very 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 quickly, I recently watched Civil War like about a week or two ago, maybe like uh, two weeks ago. I still say that Steve Rogers' side is the correct one because if you look in every single mcu movie whenever there is a government or police type agency there's always someone in there who's doing something for some kind of nefarious means and that 
even going back to the Incredible Hulk, like exactly. yeah, that's, that's what uh, Steve Rogers says. He's like, again, I'm paraphrasing, but he's just like, yeah, but people are in charge and and agendas change. Like that mm-hmm. is why you would you would like to be part of Tony's side because that sounds better. Yeah, but in terms of the movies they presented, the world they prevent, presented, it's not really practical. That's why I think Cap's right. Uh, and if anyone disagrees with me, um, wait, uh, one <laughs> should have had the clip ready, man. <laughs> disagrees with me. Hey, Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's the writer of the two uh, arguments. I think they both are rough. Like, I think Cap does yeah. some fucked up shit in the movie that we don't talk about. But yeah, yes, it's it's the more correct of the two arguments. And I realized that I don't know how to count because Winter Soldier was definitely my number one. <laughs> oh. I was just looking at the list again. Uh, oh. So, yeah, Winter Soldier is my number one. Uh, I do. I have gone back and forth on Civil War. I like bits and pieces of it there's stuff that really works for me and stuff that doesn't but winter soldier like each time i watch it it's just like wow i still like I, it feels like the first time i've seen it yeah it's exactly like um so can i tell you what brought this topic on okay so apparently jim uh uh <laughs> i said my name jim uh jim evans <laughs> apparently chris evans is in talks to play Gene Kelly. Yes, I saw that. But like, not like a biopic. He's like playing him as like a kid's imaginary friend who is Gene Kelly or something like that. Did you call it a biopic? (laughs) Why? What what am I supposed to call it? It's a biopic. No, it's a biopic. No, it's not. (laughs) Ring Bear. Oh, oh, uh, uh, which is based on an original idea conceived by Evans. Oh. Uh, the film is about a 12-year-old boy who falls in love with Army Hammer. No, I mean, no, sorry. <laughs> 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 the, the, Jesus film, <laughs> the film is about a 12-year-old boy who works on the MGM lot in 1952 and begins to create an imagined friendship with the legendary movie star Kelly while working on his next film. Oh, okay. Uh, that sounds cooler than I thought. I mean, I heard, initially I just heard imaginary Gene Kelly, and I thought it was in the present day. I was like, oh, that sounds fucking terrible. But Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anyone could do it, it's, it's Chris Evans. He's charming as hell. I also, have you heard about the one he's doing with uh, the Russo brothers and Ryan Gosling? <coughs> no, I have not. It's a... <laughs> It's a spy thriller called The Gray Man. That's basically all I know. And I think he's playing the bad guy. I hope it's a character who is just in black and white. Like he's just (laughs) everyone else is in color. That's why (laughs) the gray man. It's a it's a uh, an homage and a spiritual sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's him, Ryan Gosling, Anna de Armas, you know, from Knives Out. Um, <laughs> Did you have to specify what she was in? I know. Anna. I don't know. Anna the Armist from Knock Knock. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Daily. You know what's funny? <laughs> you, watch, you watch Knock Knock. I didn't think you would even know what that movie is. The oh, movie sucks. 
Yeah, but it's Ana de Armas and both. in a wet T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> she, you know, she gets naked and they have like this big like threesome scene and everything. Yeah. But how bad you got to feel if you're the other actress? Right. No one, <laughs> what the hell happened to her? No one talked about it. They, she was, I mean, she was gorgeous too, but they were just yeah. like, nah. <laughs> nah. Well, she she didn't go on to star in Knives Out and No Time like, to nah, Die. <laughs> nah, fam. Um, and and she wasn't in uh she was in Blade Runner uh twenty four nine two so That's right you know which was Ryan Gosling yep just full circle you, you know one time you know one time I used to uh this was gosh when I was in my twenties and I was at work and we had a lot of downtown downtime and I would challenge them I'm like hey maybe it's not like Kevin Bacon or maybe it's not you know six degrees separation or necessarily a number but I can connect any actor to another actor that you say and one time i connected hulk hogan and dr phil i do that whoa uh yeah because yeah, i do this all the time it's scary super fun movie. that is the key what is it uh, scary movie three dr phil was in that because they opened it up with the saw thing with him and and uh shack so shack you can yep. always use steel and you could go carlo cugino or you can who you know scary movie three could be anna ferris it could be charlie sheen whatever yeah um and then from the other side hulk hogan you could do um suburban commando who uh, christopher lloyd was in yeah man that's a fun game okay we should we got about 10 minutes we should close out the podcast with that with six three degrees of separation but well i don't know how you play it but obviously the goal trying to find as few movies as possible to link from one actor to another yeah uh you go first you give me two actors okay um i could be really mean here yeah, you could <laughs> um jesse eisenberg and paul newman fuck you <laughs> Oh boy. Um no wait, hang on. There's a road to perdition somewhere here. Uh all right. Just cuz that's on the mind, I'll start with Newman. Uh Paul Newman is in Road to Perdition Newman. with <laughs> Can't remember who the star of Road to Perdition. Tom Hanks. Uh Tom Hanks who's in Let's see. But I don't don't do, 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 protecting oh, you from Hanks. dead air. <laughs> gonna eat another chip. Tom Hanks, who's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know that's what's tough is linking it to. Oh wait, no, 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 fuck. Hey, so this? this is brutal. Can we? I hope we can hear the. the we can hear the clinking of drink. the vodka. <laughs> uh, wait, who did I say? <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to start uh, over with Eisenberg because there's just too many options from Road. Okay, so oh, Eisenberg is in dude, Now You See Me dude, with Mark Ruffalo. I go ahead. Figured this out in <laughs> fuck you. three movies. Fuck you, three movies, dude. Uh, is there a social network connection there somewhere? There's nope. got to be. No. I just you don't gotta, like Jessica Eisenberg. you got to look in the Snyderverse, my friend. Oh, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse Eisenberg is in 
I thought he was in Man of Steel for a second. Uh, he's in Batman versus Superman with. <laughs> you remember who was in that movie? A whole lot of miserable actors. Uh, Ezra Miller, who's in. <laughs> That's, this is not the way. Uh, this is brutal. I, this is bad. This is real bad. Can I do it real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Paul Newman was in The Color of Money with Tom Cruise, who was in Mission Impossible Fallout with Henry Cavill, who was in BVS with Jesse Eisenberg. Thank you. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Well, keep thinking of one for me so I can redeem myself. I'm going to give you one, though. Um, let's see. I'm telling you, man, I, I'm awesome at this, and it's not something to be proud of. It's stuff that I'm like, why can't I use my brain for something productive? <laughs> Zoe Kazan and Who? Amy Schumer. Who? Uh, so oh. Zoe Kazan is in the monster. I'm not going to tell you movies because then you're going to link them. But she's, you know, she's in the big sick. Oh, fuck. All right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Paul Dano and Amy Schumer. All right. Um, How have you not seen the big sick? It's a great movie. Uh, you know, I like to remain healthy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Amy Schumer was the one in Trainwreck, right? Sure. Yes. Uh, with Bill Hader? Was he yep. In yes. Uh, was John Cena in that? No, they were both in it. They were both? Okay, okay. Yep. I'm going to go. I, John Cena is the best down. part of the movie. So, uh, let me see. Pull me out. Let's see. Paul Dano was in The Girl Next Door. With Timothy Oliphant, who was in <laughs> Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, Timothy Oliphant was in uh, Scream 2. Yes, he was. Uh, with Liev Schreiber. Mm-hmm. Who was in X-Men Origins Wolverine with... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Uh-huh. <laughs> where where uh, is this getting to Amy Schumer? Who was in Hobbs and Shaw with Idris Elba, <laughs> who was in the Suicide Squad with John Cena, who was in Train Wreck with Amy Schumer. Fuck you. <laughs> that was six. That was six. Well, six movies. Ryan Reynolds had a fucking cameo in Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, he did. And even if I didn't, I, you know, I could go through, like, Red Notice. But, uh... I was just thinking of Timothy Oliphant, and I'm like, how many of his movies do I know? I know too many. I was going to, dude, for a second, I was going to, I was going to be like, I am number four. (laughs) I am, oh, oh, okay, I got it. This is going to be an alternate route. Okay. Paul Dano was in Girl Next Door with Timothy Oliphant, who was in I am number four with, uh, Chris Durand, who you don't know who he is, but he's, oh, he played one of the guys who was like one of the aliens. That's or Kevin. Something. That's Kevin Durand. But Kevin Durand. Chris, Chris Durand, Durand is the name in, of my uh, brother, Halloween. which is like that. That's why it threw me off. That's my brother's he was in name. Halloween I was like, well, yeah, uh, Kevin Durand. Yeah. Who was then in Legion? Yes. Lucas Black, <laughs> who was in 
Fast and Furious, I think six or seven or whatever with the Rock was in Hobbs and Shaw with Idris Elba, who uh, or yeah, who was in uh, Suicide Squad with John Cena, who's in Trainwreck with Amy Schumer. That was seven. So yeah. <laughs> you did more movies. Than yeah, you do. You do more just because you want to get Legion in it. <laughs> it's worth it for Legion. All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna uh, redeem myself. You, I'm gonna give you Nick Cage. All right. I've heard of him. Joe Biden. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go through Parks and Rec. No, um, <coughs> Nick Cage and <clears throat> uh, Jason Statham. Okay. Nick Cage is <clears throat> in. Fuck, Nick Cage is in so many movies. Um, and Jason Statham? Yeah. I was going to go Van Damme, but then last second I was like, Statham. Uh, Nick Cage is in Lord of War with Jared Leto, unfortunately, um, who is in... Uh, Jared Leto, who is in Jared Leto, who is in Dallas Buyers Club with Matthew McConaughey, who is in The Gentleman with Jason Statham. Suck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if Jason Statham is in The Gentleman, but it's a Guy Ritchie movie, so I just took that assumption. <laughs> I didn't see The Gentleman, but now I'm going to look it up because I'm not oh, sure. It's a good movie. I think uh, he's in it. I mean, it's a Guy it's Ritchie a, movie. You got to assume at this point. Come on, you said it's. It's a good movie, but you well, there's don't so many people it. in it. Uh, let me let me check. Uh, the gentleman. Fuck, he's not in it. Not <laughs> God in it. damn it! Well, fuck he's man. in Wrath of Man, which was the Guy Ritchie movie. Fuck. All right. I was on a roll though. All right. Uh, who am I linking? Oops. Nick Cage. And Wrong answer. Jason Statham. Uh, Son of a right. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Nick Cage is in. He is in. Um, Nick Cage is in. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you fucking talking this. about? Uh, Nick Cage is in. I apologize for asking this, but what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he in a movie with J- uh, James Franco? <laughs> I started to I was I started choking on it because choking on my vodka. Uh because you were like, was he in the movie? <laughs> yes, he was in a movie or two. With James Franco? I don't know. I think so. Why was Nick Cage in a movie with James Franco? He's in everything. <laughs> no James Franco movie. James Franco was too busy sexually assaulting his student. <laughs> I'm not making apologies for that douchebag. I'm not either. Oh fuck! Uh, when you're telling me, were you really surprised when you heard about the James Franco? No, it's aggressive? James Franco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you tell me that you can't hear him deliver the line in Spider-Man Two, where he's like, "I'm just happy to pay the bills." I'm like, "That guy's a sexual oh. assaulter." Come on, Come yikes! He uh, wasn't even acting in Spider-Man Three. So, so you know, the person you lost, like the, it was like a, a God. I'm fucking up this joke. The Wada Hundreds with the rubber band. We found mm-hmm. the rubber band. 
<laughs> you remember that shit? I remember, dude, I was like, I was like 19 when Spider-Man 2 came out. Yeah. And I remember watching it in the theater. And this will give you time, so. All right. Yeah. Give me time. Crunch. Spider-Man 2. So I was 19. My mm-hmm. brother-in-law, my, my now brother-in-law, my sister and myself went to see it. It was so packed. We all had to sit separate from each other. <laughs> we had to sit and just, because that's before uh, there were, like, you just bought a ticket and you sat wherever. So seats weren't numbered or lettered or whatever. So we, we all sat by ourselves and my knee locked up about halfway through Ooh. and I'm sitting between two people and I'm like, you motherfuckers. But <laughs> we're in the theater watching it. And after Molina, uh, Doc Ock does that joke where he's like, Oh, the person who was looking for the, you know, the, uh, I don't know what was it like cash or wad of hundreds or whatever it was with yeah. the rubber band. We found the rubber band. I was sitting there going, Ha! <laughs> and no one else reacted to it. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm that funny. All right. I've got it. I got it. And this is going to bring it full circle with the Chris Evans. All right. Ready? Yeah. Nick Cage is in Next with Jessica Beale, who is in London with Jason Statham. There you go. There it is. I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fed me the answer that. earlier. I've never um, seen Next. Not a good movie. Oh, I haven't seen it's him, uh, Jessica Biel, and, and Julia Moore. So Jessica Biel plays his love interest. Yes, that's fucking <laughs> weird. That is yeah. the reason why I haven't watched it. Because... I, I love Nick Cage, but like he could not pull Jessica Biel, especially not in two thousand seven. You know, uh, who pulled Jessica Biel, Freddie Prince Jr. in. Or do I have it? In apparently a horror movie this year, Summer Catch. There it is. <laughs> I <have to> <laughs> Never even heard of it. <laughs> um. Baseball's a sport. Loves the game for Freddie Prince Jr. and Jessica Biel. <laughs> America. Oh my God, dude, it gets better. Uh, America's two national pastimes, baseball and romance, are in play in this Bull Durham styled comedy romance. It's not. Oh God, it's not Bull Durham at all. Just because it's a minor it's league baseball team, that's yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. She's all that. Plays Ryan Dunn, a lawn boy, hoping for greener pastures. Ha. <laughs> After he joins an elite Cape Cod summer league that's been a career stepping stone for many big league players. Jessica Biel, seventh heaven, portrays Ten- Tenley? Tenley Parrott. Tenley? T-E-N-L-E-Y. Who has ever seen their kid? Tenley. Eleveny is the sister. Now, um, Tenley Parrish, a wealthy Vassar grad vacationing on the Cape. He loves her. She loves him. But there's a catch. Summer catch. Uh... <laughs> Tenley's family thinks romance with a blue-collar guy is strictly minor league. Her family's probably anti-vaxxers. Jesus. With plenty of diamond heroics, hot soundtrack <laughs> tunes, and a likable array of talents portraying fun-loving jocks, jills, and townies, this summer is quite an entertainment catch. <laughs> Fucking kill me, man. If I read that, I would have never watched the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's bad. Dude, holy <coughs> shit, this cast. So, dude from Tremors, uh, Fred Ward, he's in it. Brittany Murphy's in it. Uh, Gabriel Mann's in it. Uh, Mark Blucas, Riley Finn himself. <laughs> Matthew Lillard and Brian Dennehy. Oh, Freddie Prinze and Matthew Lillard. Was this before Scooby-Doo or after it? 
I think it was before. Um, it was before Scooby Doo, but I'm Scooby Doo was O two. Yeah, this is two thousand one. Um, what was off? Oh, I'm. Um, oh man, they were in a video game adaptation movie. Freddie Bridges uh, Jr. and Matthew Lillard. Yes, I can't remember what? the name of it though. Was it Double uh, Dragon? No, 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 no. It's. I wanted to call it Flight Navigator, but it's not. It, I don't think it's called that. Oh. Uh, you know what I'm thinking about? Yeah, I didn't know they made a movie out of that. Yeah. Oh, Wing Commander. Yeah, yeah. Wing Commander. Yeah. A Wing Commander movie. Yeah, there's a Wing Commander movie. Um, 1999, Wing Commander, Wing Commander, starring, let's see, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., Saffron Burroughs, I don't know who that is, uh, Matthew Lillard. Um, is there any other people that we know? A lot of Russian-sounding names. David Warner of oh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, he put, Mark Hamill is an uncredited uh, voice actor in it, and that's pretty much it. Hugh Corshi from Highlander. There can only be one, Hugh Corshi. Uh, All right. <laughs> I got one more for you. All right, do you worse? One more. Uh, <laughs> Nev Campbell and John C. Riley. Nev Campbell and John C. Riley. Right. Um, you're gonna have to fill this. You're, you're gonna have to fill in the time, so we're not getting. Uh... Dude, we'll get sued by Alex Trebek's corpse. <laughs> John C. Riley and Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Um, Nev Campbell soon to be in theaters as Sydney Prescott in like, Scream Five. Fucking Weeks again. from today. So the key is going from John C. Riley because he's been in so much more shit than Nev Campbell. Yeah. Nev Campbell's the easy part. But uh Hey. Uh let's see, John C. Riley. I once go, saw Nev go. Campbell in a Target parking lot. Um <clears throat> <laughs> Jesus. Uh John C. Riley was in Boogie Nights. Yep. With a lot of fucking people. <laughs> uh, let's see. Go. You go. Heather Graham. You could go. You could go. My phone was silenced. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you go. Mark Wahlberg. Or John C. Riley. You go. Sam Jackson. You know. I'll go. I'll go. Uh, John C. Riley. Kong Skull Island with Sam Jackson because Sam Jackson <laughs> and fucking everything. We're hard eight with Sam Jackson. Um, if I can connect it to, let me see, James Henriksen. You gotta, you gotta fill. I'm, I'm trying to. You think. keep you making fill. mouth noises. So I know, I can't. I don't want it to be dead air. It's not just a conversation between us. It's also a podcast. So I'm trying to. Nev like, Campbell. Uh, Nev Campbell was in a lot of stuff. She was she in. She was in. Nev the Target parking lot. Oh, that was I, seven oh. years old. Oh. Nev Campbell was in Wild Things. 
I'm going to connect it through Wild Things. Oh, yeah. This with is, yeah. With uh, Nev Campbell, Nev noted anti-vaxer. Just kidding. What? <laughs> I'm filling space. You told me to fill so space. Like, I was so hurt by the thought <laughs> of that. Uh, Nev Campbell was in uh, Wild Things with Bill Murray, who was in Ghostbusters Afterlife with Paul Rudd. Who is in Avengers Endgame with Samuel Jackson? Who is in Kong Skull Island with John C. Riley? There it is. Nice. I thought you were going to say, well, we can't do TV. I thought you were going to go to the street next door and then Will Ferrell and then Step Brothers. Um, there it is. John C. Riley. What a man. Imagine if he just showed up in the street next door. I mean,. It was like Marty's older brother or something. That would have been great. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find it. God damn it, you fucking scrubber! All right, ah, damn no, no, I gotta go to thirty. John C. Riley. All right, so wanted tax yeah, evader. I figured out. So I'll say, I'll say, uh, yeah, to Bill Murray, to Samuel Jackson, Paul Rudd, all that shit. John C. Riley. <laughs> Take that. There it is. <clears throat> well, this has been a podcast. There is no denying that. Oh man. It's gonna be sad. I wish the podcast was longer. because uh, I'm I'm still fucking Jim is just putting it away. If you could if this was a video podcast, you could see how little <laughs> Tito's is left in his in his bottle. Jesus Christ. I so I loaded this up. Yeah. Here. That shit was full when we started this second segment after the break. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Oh, Vodka is my wingman. Vodka is my wing commander. Hey, there <laughs> it is. Oh, we're all going to die. Come on, die. give me one more. Give me one more. All right. Uh, I'll be like Will Ferrell in old school. He's going to do one. You, you put me in a one-track mind because I am number four. Made me think about how just fucking perfect Teresa Palmer is in that movie. Um, Teresa Palmer... Every movie. Yeah. Uh, Teresa Palmer to (laughs) Dick Van Dyke. (laughs) God damn it. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to have... The only way I could do this is if I use Mary Poppins Returns with Emily Blunt. That is the only way I could do that. Well, that's like his last movie since Night of the Museum. Fuck, why am I helping? He was in Night of the Museum. (laughs) Thanks. That's part of Night of the Museum. You don't remember him in Night of the Museum? I've never seen the Night of the uh, what? movies. What? Oh, those movies are great. I watch adult movies like Vince <laughs> <Ben> Stiller. Uh, <laughs> I'm anti Ben Stiller. Uh, wait, so I. Wait, 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 wait. We have to pause the game because I've seen a Paul Rudd movie that you haven't then. Paul Rudd's in. He's in the first movie. He's fucking hilarious in Night of the Museum. Who does he play? It's a very small part. He's not any of the museum, you know, artifacts or whatever. He is Ben Stiller's <coughs> son's uh, stepdad. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So Ben Stiller is, like, divorced when the movie starts, and he t- takes his kid to see the museum, and that's how everything starts. But he has to go pick him up from Paul Rudd's apartment. Paul Rudd's, like, this douchebag with, like, his phone clipped to his belt and not in his pocket. And it's, oh, my God. It's I'll, I'll send you a clip of him. It's uh, super- yeah. Uh, so see, Dick Van Dyke was in Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. 
returns. Uh, bad accent, but still better than Dick Van Dyke's Cockney accent in the original Mary Poppins. Yes. Um, Mary Poppins returns with uh, Emily Blunt. Whom? Uh, Teresa Palmer, right? Huh? Teresa Palmer, I'm connected. Yeah. Emily Blunt, who was in... <sighs> what other fucking movies was she in? Um... Oh, okay. I got it. <coughs> Man, it doesn't take long for me. So Dick Van Dyke was in Mary Poppins Returns with Emily Blunt, who was in Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise, who was in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol with Jeremy Renner, who was in Avengers Endgame with Chris Pratt, who was in Take Me Home Tonight with Teresa Palmer. There it is. I'm glad you picked Take Me Home Tonight as her movie. That's like your best movie. Yeah. Uh yeah, there you go. All right. Well, you I now you have to give me one more because we can't just keep, you know, I'm a narcissist. Oh, man. I downed the rest of it and it just it. <laughs> you you get to a point where you're drinking it and you know it's all hitting you, but there's only a little bit left, so you're like, you know what, let me just fucking down the rest of it and it just kills you. Yep. All right. Um See, I gotta come up with one more. I will go. What degree of difficulty would you like? Between easy and medium. Okay. All right. So I'm not gonna say Simon Pegg and Wesley Snipes. Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, maybe. Uh, I'll go. Let's see. I'll go. Hugh Jackman. And Alicia Silverstone. Okay. Has Hugh Jackman ever baby birded his children in a movie? Um, all right, let's think. Fucking hope. Dude, you didn't see the deleted scene with Wolverine and Professor. <laughs> uh, Hugh Jackman is in. I guess the trick is thinking of like ensemble movies with these actors. He's in um, The Greatest Showman with. Where am I? Where am I going with that? Rebecca Ferguson, who is in Doc. Nope. Rebecca Ferguson, who is in. Oh, you're using Rebecca Ferguson from uh, the Greatest Showman. I thought you were going to use all those mistreated animals. <laughs> it was great timing with the phone too. <laughs> I got us. I. So I want to silence it, but I don't want to ignore the text message on you. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. He's in he's in the greatest show with Rebecca Ferguson, who also a lot of mistreated animals, who is in uh Mission Impossible, uh Rogue Nation with Simon Pegg, who is in I think Simon Pegg is in. No, well, I know he's in this, but I think Paul Rudd's in it. He's in Paul, the the alien movie, with Paul Rudd. I think is in Paul. I Man, I know he doesn't play. I mean, Simon plays plays Paul, but isn't Paul Rudd? No, no, no. That's 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 never mind. That's so, I think it is Seth Rogen. Yeah, I'll use it because that's Seth Rogen, who's in you know 
Everything. the forty-year-old virgin yeah. with Paul Rudd, who's in Clueless with Alicia Silverstone. Oh, uh, there you go. Okay. I think it was like six movies. Ugh. I know, Oops. man. Got on my level. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I just gotta get <laughs> vodka drunk first. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week probably with a more uh, ordered episode. I don't know. This is fun. Maybe we'll just do a top ten of another actor. Fuck yeah, you. make uh, make no promises. I mean, I'm liking this vodka. And, you know, <laughs> it's not it's not burning my mouth, so it's going. It's like one of those things where the fact that the vodka is going down so easy, it equally makes me very happy and very afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Like so, the Simpsons meme, I'm in danger. That's, that's where you're at right now. Danger. And I'll tell you, it's only uh, was eight fifty two. It's only eight fifty two. So, and I have to go to work tomorrow. So, well, the rest of this bottle's going <laughs> bye bye. Oh boy, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Whoop whoop. <laughs>